Good morning. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Sane. I'm your host, Nicole. Today, I want to talk about normalizing speaking kindly about your in-laws, to your in-laws, to your future in-laws, you know, just genuinely being nice. You know, I'm, I'm always shocked when I hear some horror stories about, you know, how some people are treated by their in-laws or their future in-laws and you know how there's such a, a separation, no inclusion, um, like it's a chore to have you in their family or to, you know, include your, you know, let you join in on the celebration because I didn't have that. I, I didn't experience that. Um, and I'm blessed and I'm fortunate, but uh, you know, I, I don't understand why there isn't more like what I had. You know, I was included in part of the family from day one. And, you know, it's really all I know. And so when my daughter has brought people home or our family members have brought people home, um, they're just part of us. It's not a us and them or, you know, whatever it's, they are part of our family. We treat them as such. We include them. They get, you know, the key to the inside jokes. They get to join in on, on the banter and the fun. And, um, I really, I learned that from my mother-in-law, you know, she always had room at the table for anybody and everybody. And, um, at first, you know, early, early on in my marriage with my husband, I struggled a little bit with that because I'm, I'm not really one of those people who is naturally, um, I don't know what the word is, but outwardly loving and friendly and including, um, not that I'm not those things. I'm just not one of those things who, you know, people who just, oh my gosh, yes, you know, I've got room at the table for anybody. Um, yes, I was that way with my daughter and her friends. Uh, when she was growing up, she knew she could bring any kid home anytime ever for whatever reason. And there would be food for them. There would be a hug for them. And if they needed someone to talk to, I would stop everything I was doing and give them my time and my attention. And lots of times she did bring people home you know, girls and guys who needed somebody that they could talk to, uh, you know, that would accept them and love them and not give them any judgment. And, you know, I'm proud to say I, when she would bring somebody home, it made me feel good because she knew that I could be that and do that for people. But I don't understand the animosity that is rooted in the in-law stigma. I don't understand why, um, in-laws don't like the new people in the family or aren't welcoming to the new people in the family and vice versa. I just don't get it. Why can people not just be nice, be welcoming, be friendly? You know, I, I'm always struggling with, you know, how would you like to be treated? And you know, that phrase do unto others as you want done unto you. But I think it's kind of lost its power, its impact. It's, mm, 
you know, because people genuinely still treat other people like crap, despite the fact that they wouldn't want to be treated that way. And I think it's just become a habit. And I think a lot of the behavior, things we do with and to others, it's a habit, but it's a bad habit. You know, the, you know, the husband jokes, the wife jokes, the in-law jokes, that's a habit and it's a horrible one. Um, and, uh, you know, without consciously making the effort to turn that attitude around, to remember they come from family and, you know, you wouldn't want your whoever treated by their family the way you're treating them. Um, and that's a, a constant battle for me. Um, because I'll be honest, I, I'm seeing it a lot lately and it hurts my heart. It hurts my heart for the people it's happening to. It hurts my heart for the people who don't make the effort to see all the good in somebody. Um, and it makes my heart hurt because I think that's just a lifetime of hell, of torture, of not being loved, of not being good enough. And I'm ever so grateful that I don't have that. Um, my, my husband's family is my family and my family, you know, treats me the same as everybody else. And they accept me for all of my flaws and, um, they tease me and they include me and they love me and they praise me and they support me. So I'm very fortunate, but I hate that we are the exception and not the rule. I feel like you should do better. You should treat others better. You know, when I hear about people, they went to Thanksgiving and nobody talked to them. I don't understand that. I truly am like, what? How, how do you go through a whole holiday meal? Which let's be honest, sometimes those are hours long without anybody actually having a conversation and showing an interest in having dialogue with you. Like, how does that happen? And why does that happen? And why is it continuing to happen year after year after year? Or I'll hear, you know, where um, everybody was included except, or everybody was celebrated except. Why? Oh my God, why? You know, no matter who it is, that has been brought into our fold. We include them. We celebrate them. We make the effort to get to know them that, you know, we've skipped over that whole awkward thing of, well, we don't really know these people and we just welcome them in. We've got enough love for everybody. And I feel like as a whole, the world and society in general, would do better if they adopted that purposeful action. And that it does have to happen on purpose. I told you, you know, that was a little bit of a struggle for me. I had to be purposeful about opening my heart to people. And, and part of it is because of, you know, children learn what they live. And I didn't, you know, I didn't learn acceptance as a child. I didn't learn love as a child. And as an adult, I made the conscious choice to behave differently, to treat differently, but it doesn't come natural to me. Affection doesn't come natural to me. 
And so I have to be intentional about my actions, about the words I use, about making sure uh, no one feels like company. In fact, um, one of the things that, you know, I do, which I don't know if anybody else does this, but, you know, when people come to my house, you're only a guest the first time. And I'm talking like the first five minutes. After that, you're no longer company and you're no longer a guest. If you're hungry, get something to eat. If you're thirsty, get something to drink. If I have it in this house, you are welcome to it. It can all be bought again. So it doesn't matter. And I don't wait on people, but that's by design. It's not because I'm lazy or don't want to be a good host. It's literally because I want you to be comfortable. And if you're comfortable enough to open my fridge and get yourself something to eat or drink or go into my pantry and help yourself to my snacks, I am thrilled to pieces. Uh, It makes my heart so happy. And, you know, I have, uh, I regularly host a Bible study and the new people who join in every session, they are told you have to get your own drinks, you know, whatever you want out of the fridge. And, you know, people who've been coming all this time will tell them, oh, you have to go into the drink fridge and get whatever. And they'll show them where the drink fridge is. And, you know, when they, it's their turn to bring snacks, they open my cupboards and, get dishes and get silverware and do whatever it is they want to do. And that makes my heart happy because I have made them to feel welcome. I want them to feel welcome. I want them to feel, you know, included and part of the group and part of the family. And so I just don't get why that's not across the board. Why people feel like it's okay to, um, be unkind to their in-laws, uh, or, and, and I'm not talking, you know, just the parents to the children, but even the children to the parents. In fact, I have a friend whose mother-in-law, every time she goes over to their house, she unplugs, goes around the house and unplugs all of the little plug-in scent release things that she has you know, set up in her house and goes so far as to hide them. Why? Why do you feel like it's okay to do that? Why can you not just accept this is she runs her house different. She does things different. Um, and you know, I have, uh, another friend who every time, every holiday, uh, she goes to her in-laws, uh, for the holiday She will literally be there five, eight, nine hours, uh, and nobody will speak to her at all. Not a single word. And I don't get it because this has been 20 years or more that she's been putting up with that. Why are you not part of the family now? Why have you not been brought into the fold Why are you not included in the family text and the group, you know, text string that's going on in, in our family? And I don't think everybody has to be like our family, but as an example, in our family, if we send out a group text, it includes everybody, in-laws, whoever you're the original family member, whatever, it includes everybody and everybody's free to chime in, give their two cents accept or decline an invite, whatever it is, because 
they're all part of the group. And um, I just, my heart hurts when I hear about people not having that experience or people who don't go around their in-laws at all or don't speak to their in-laws at all. Um, You know, that just continues to perpetuate the ill feelings. And, um, you know, I just think you're either part of the problem or part of the solution. And as long as you continue to treat others unkindly, you are continuing to be part of the problem. But I want to encourage you to be part of the solution. Turn, turn the frown upside down. Turn over a new leaf. Forgive and forget. Move on from whatever, you know, ill feelings you have or anger, resentment you have. Whatever it is, be kind. Treat others the way you would want to be treated if it was you. Or if you're the, the in-law, treat, you know, the the new people in the family as you would want your children to be treated because they come from family. They have family and they're, they're struggling because they're not understanding why they're not loved, why they're not wanted, why they're not spoken to, why they're, you know, why there's animosity. They're not understanding this. And They don't know how to fix it and they don't know what to do because they didn't do anything. All they did was be an in-law or a future in-law. And, um, you know, I just, just want to encourage people to think about that. Think about how you're treating others. Remember they come from family. Uh, remember you wouldn't want yourself or your children treated the way, um, you treat others. And, um, because of that, when you do have a family like mine who welcomes and loves everybody, it's a conscious choice. We made a conscious decision to welcome and love everybody. And yes, there have been people who've left the family and when they've left the family, what through divorce, breakup, whatever, they are still spoken to and spoken of with kindness because you don't instantly hate whoever um, just because they left the fold. Um, You know, and I just, I feel like, uh, you know, when when you do that, you're saying more about your character than theirs. And I would hope at this point, your character is stronger. So that's my encouragement to everybody. Um, Make today so awesome that tomorrow gets jealous. Have a good one.